Welcome to Blended, a podcast by me, Living Whole with Sarah Davis, your board-certified holistic health practitioner and creator. This is where I combine my ideas of essentialism, health and wellness, and creatives into an integrative, insightful whole. My whole life is your whole guide to health. Hello, my Living Whole friends, and welcome to Podcastmas. I am really enjoying this. And so you guys, I've not seen this done. I've seen Vlogmas done. So welcome to Living Holes Podcastmas. And today is weight management during the holidays. I think it's really important for us to think about what we're eating, what we can be doing to not only maintain our weights, but also to maintain the healthy. And there is a huge relationship between weight management and health and wellness. So it's really not a huge surprise that holiday weight gain is a common concern for many adults. And the various seasonal traditions and eating it, it encourages overeating and sedentary behavior, as well as the consumption of calorie-rich foods. And with all of that said, it, it's very important to note that holiday weight gain is not inevitable. You can actually do something about it. So here are my holiday tips to avoid weight gain and to kind of promote your own health and movement during the holiday season. So number one is try to be as active with family and friends as you can. It's very easy when it starts to get dark at five o'clock to do only sedentary activities such as just sitting on the couch, watching TV. This is actually a common tradition for a lot of families because of the way it gets dark super early and this inactivity may contribute to weight gain, um, especially when you combine that with overeating during the holiday season. There seems to be a smorgasbord of sweets and fudge and all all the good stuff. So it's very important that try to do some type of physical activity with your family or even it's just your morning walk. So that may in itself may prove beneficial for weight control. And so even going on the walk might get your mind off the food and allow you to not only have your own peace and quiet, or if you're walking with a loved one, allow you to kind of have that time with them and enjoy it. It can become a new Christmas tradition. So the other thing that I kind of like to do to stay active during the holidays is to kind of do some sort of fitness event. I have done full bodybuilding competitions in the past. However, this year and the year before, it's been more of a personal, I have a milestone I want to reach. Maybe it's to run a mile without walking. Maybe in the past it's been, I have to do 30 minutes of at least some sort of moderate cardio three to four times a week. And so that level of just keeping active and moving also allows you to have an easier time to say no to all the bad stuff or say no to overeating. My tip number two is to snack wisely. During the holiday season, unhealthy snacks, you know, cookies and goodies are readily available. And all you have to do is say yes and then keep saying yes. So when treats are as easy of an access as that, you're really, your snacking becomes just unnecessary. You're eating when you're not hungry. It's more of a comfort because the excuse is it's the holiday season. However, one of the things that I do at home is I solve this problem by keeping treats out of sight more so. Like I will put them in a little Christmas baggie. And so the strategy is to, when I really want that, I will seek it out versus just casually walking by it and shoving it in my face. So 
It's a lot easier to do that at home versus maybe in the workplace or at a family party. Everything's kind of laid out. So when you try to just be mindful about your snacking habits, you can find yourself munching on things a little bit more deliberately. So within this being mindful, you can also kind of be picky and choosy about what is actually worth the caloric space spend per se. So if you know your aunt makes these bomb cookies, are you just going to be shoveling in sugar cookies? Are you going to wait and save your calories for those? So that is kind of what I do. So the, uh, the flip side of this is if you are hungry and need a snack, opt for real foods. One of the things, if you guys follow me on YouTube, I did a whole how to create a vegan charcuterie board. And I like to do these when it's the snacking season. So I like to do fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds that are filling and don't contain a lot of added sugars or unhealthy fats. Have those readily available as your space filler and then pair those very deliberately with some higher calorie or higher um, indulgent snacks and you create this, oh, well, I'm reaching for a couple pieces of carrot or celery or broccoli, but then I'm going to have this cookie as well. So you're you're getting the added fiber and stabilization for, to blood sugar and kind of the good stuff along with being able to indulge. So be very deliberate and be very choosy. And if you're interested in making your own charcuterie board or really want to see how I like to snack, check that video out. It's, it's one of my favorites still. The other kind of tip number three, step number three to this is the best way to overcome overeating is to control your portion sizes or use smaller plates. So if I know that we're going to several different eating affairs and there's always going to be like it's a full day of eating kind of um, holiday event so it's, it's just a busy day and I know I'm going to be eating a lot. I like to opt for smaller plates and then I stop at that because I know each place I'm going to have a plate out of either um, courtesy for the event or just out of kind of that social eating around people. So really think about your portion sizes and stop at that one plate and know that you have a full day ahead of you. So kind of pace yourself as well. Another aspect, I guess number four to this, is really practicing mindful eating. During the holidays, it can seem like we don't have enough time and we're in a rush and we have all this, these things, these tasks that we need to get done. So oftentimes, you probably find yourself multitasking during meals. Um, and studies have shown that those who eat while distracted are more likely to overeat. And this is because we're unable to pay attention to our body's fullness and its own signals and cues of satiation. So in order to prevent this, eat mindfully, minimize distractions. This includes work. This includes even just scrolling on your phone and try to chew slowly and thoroughly. Um, This signals your body that you are eating, your fullness has reached whatever point and you are going to consume fewer calories. The other thing that I've read, which my my Apple watch tends to tell me to breathe a lot during the day. So I don't know if I'm just a, I know I'm a naturally stressful person, but it's like, it's time to breathe. But the other thing kind of in line with that is it can also be beneficial to stop and take a couple deep breaths before you sit down and eat, kind of get into the mindset of I'm relaxed, I'm going to enjoy this meal. And that will also help keep your full attention on your plate rather than your to-do list and allow you to really focus on the quality of meal that you're having. And I think that um, 
in standard American culture, we're such a fast food, what's convenient, what can we shove in our faces that we're losing the art of dining. And Michael Pollan talks extensively about this in one of his books. I can't remember which one, but they're they're all great. Um, he really dives into how we've lost the art of dining and what that actually means for not only our health, but for our culture and, and how we how we operate during the day. Okay, okay, number five, sleep deprivation. How many of us are running around like crazy people during the holidays? My hand, my hand is kind of up on this. Even though I'm very protective of my asset of sleep and that it is truly an asset and you need to view it as that way. It's not something that you're gonna get later in life. View it as an investment in your body as an operating system. And so with sleep deprivation being quite common during the holidays, you see an increase in weight gain. And this is because those who do not sleep enough tend to be hungrier, they consume more calories, and they exercise less. So sleep restriction may also increase your hunger hormone levels, which ultimately lead to a higher caloric intake. Additionally, in studies, inadequate sleep has been linked to a lower metabolism. And this, they're thinking, may be caused by alterations in our circadian rhythms, which is our biological clock that regulates many of our bodily functions. So invest in yourself, invest in the asset of sleep. I'm kind of giggling to myself as I look at my list of number six, which is stress. And how many of us feel so much stress during the holidays and keeping up with the demand of stress can also be very stressful. So when we talk about this, stressed individuals commonly have high levels of the lovely little hormone of cortisol. And cortisol is released in response to stress. And when you have chronic high levels of it, it can actually cause weight gain. And this, the high levels of it also lead to a greater intake of food. So this is a little bugger of a a hormone, which when looking at stressful lifestyles, we also crave more junk food because of this. And it all makes sense. So try to incorporate exercise, meditation, yoga, even deep breathing to help reduce stress. And I think that If you try to invest in your sleep asset as well, you're going to see a decrease in stress and cortisol levels, which long term are going to allow you to function more optimally. And when you're functioning optimally, you are able to accomplish what you want to accomplish or make it through the day and handle that stress a little bit better. So it's very it's a very cyclic process. All right, and then probably the most underrated nutrient that is so important to induce fullness is fiber. When you're looking at your holiday meals, focus on fiber. And studies have shown that an increase in dietary fiber can reduce a total caloric intake. This may help prevent weight gain over the holidays. And when you look at plant-based foods, your plant-based foods are the fiber-rich foods. These are your vegetables, fruits, legumes, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. So I'm telling you, the plant-based diet, fiber-rich, there's something to it. So the other thing when you're focusing on fiber-rich foods is to cut back on your taste testing. So when we spend a lot of time in the kitchen cooking and baking, we're, we're tasting. And I'm guilty of it. It's, you know, small bits here and there. So even tasting your dishes can be important, especially if you're cooking for others. But a tiny bite usually gets it. Don't opt for the 
full spoonful. And I also, one of the things, the tactics that I do is I make sure that I am not hungry while I'm cooking. And if I am, I have pulled together a quick little charcuterie board or charcuterie plate that has some fresh fruits and vegetables on it that will allow me to fill my stomach stomach with fiber rich foods and allow me to kind of not go go overboard on all the good stuff, but still eat the good stuff that is nutritious and fueling for my body. And the elephant in the room when we think about holidays are our liquid calories. This is the alcohol, our Coke, soda, anything that is calorie rich, even the almond nog. So additionally, alcohol consumption is also linked to an increased appetite and is a risk factor for weight gain. So if you're trying to control your weight, it's best to limit not only your intake of high calorie beverages, but to be mindful of your alcohol consumption. And as always, drink responsibly. I think last but not least, when I look at the holiday season and I think about some of the recipes that are prevalent and healthy alternatives, I modify a lot of my recipes, not only taking standard American diet recipes that are not vegan plant-based friendly, but taking recipes and veganizing them, making them plant-based, but I also modify them in a way that lowers the calorie content of these recipes. Whenever you're baking, replace your butter with applesauce, a mashed banana, or pumpkin puree. This is really effective, especially during the holiday season, because that pumpkin puree can add a lot of spice and flavor. I also, instead of a processed white sugar, I use stevia. And instead of... um, chocolate chips or the vegan candies and things like that, I like to incorporate a dried fruit. So sometimes it looks like cranberries. Sometimes it's dried cherries. There's a lot of options that will allow you to switch out those processed sugar and have a really good alternative that is very tasty. And really in looking at not only how I cook during the holidays, but even cooking in general, I flavor dishes with more herbs and spices instead of butters and oils. And I even use cooking methods like baking, steaming, and grilling instead of, you know, the the southern version of frying. You can try cooking in water or a vegetable stock when you're preparing a pan-based meal versus oil and pack in a lot more flavor and you'll feel so much better afterwards. You don't have that heavy oil kind of post meal kind of funk that you you get. Really, the bottom line is while you're staying on top of your weight goals during the holidays, it can seem impossible, but it's not the end of the world. So beyond your general diet tips and things like that, it's best to make sure that you're getting plenty of exercise and limiting your intake of holiday treats or being mindful, being much more strategic about it. The thing is too, you guys can do it. These are simple things that will add up and don't completely derail your holiday plans and allow you to still enjoy your friends and family. So just a little word of like woohoo inspiration, you can do it. It's something that I incorporate every day and I'm very happy where my weight is. And it's just, I feel fit and I feel much healthier and happier. And I hope that this helps you guys. Send me a message, comment down below, shoot me an email if there's something that you're struggling with in particular that maybe I can cover or help. And as always, guys, I love, love, love sitting down and chatting with you. And I will see you in Podcastmas Day 3. Thank you for being a part of the Living Hall community. I strive to keep my content ad-free. 
So by simply liking, commenting, or sharing, you guys make a huge impact, and I cannot thank you enough. I can't wait to hear your continued thoughts and conversations in the comments. For more Living Whole content, please check out livingwholesaradavis.com, and I am on most all of the socials, but I can't wait to hear from you guys, so thank you, thank you, thank you.